Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Hippie Witch, magic for a new age. I'm your host, Joanna DeVoe, and this is a happy, hippie place where magic with a K meets the law of attraction. Hello again. Surprise! It's me on a Wednesday. <laughs> Thanks for joining me for episode 151 of Hippie Witch, magic for a new age. My name is Joanna DeVoe, and I am the mindful, mesmerizing creatrix behind Kick-Ass Switch, Putting the K in Magic, and Hippie Witch, the show you're listening to right now. I also have a free ebook by that name, Hippie Witch, Peace, Love, and All That Good Shit, and you can pick up a copy of that at www.joannadevoe.com or back on the description page for this episode, back on Blog Talk Radio. So first, let's just start out by talking about the obvious. Why am I here on a Wednesday? I just did a show yesterday, as I usually do every Tuesday at noon. But I, let's just be real, I hated that show. (laughs) I hated it. I had a lot I wanted to say, and like the last 10 minutes, I was like, oh, there's all this stuff I want to say. And I started like mentally while I was talking kind of being like, well, I have to drop that, drop that. Okay, don't say that. Cut that out. What are we going to talk about? And I just felt I kind of went off the rails. Talk about being a mindful witch. I felt like I was not very mindful. I felt like I got a little lost. There were excessive ums, so much umming. When I listened back, because I listened back, like, maybe maybe I'm being crazy. I don't know. Let's just listen back and see how it is. I, I was like, oh, it's all right when I was listening to the beginning of it. But then when I got to that 10-minute mark again, I was like, oh, no. <laughs> I just didn't feel good about it, and I didn't want to wait till next Tuesday to pick up where I left off. I just – I want – there are other things I want to talk about this month, and because I got – to a late start in March, I'm just like, screw it, we're just going to do an extra show. So this is a surprise, it's a pop-up show. (laughs) It's for clarity. Um, I just, also yesterday, I would love to know if you guys had this experience, but for a couple of days actually, I felt really irritable, like not myself, just kind of edgy, and like my scalp was too tight on my skull for no particular (laughs) reason. Really, I don't even know why. And I think it was just some funky eclipse thing because we had a new moon in Pisces. We had the new moon and we had this solar eclipse. So I'm thinking that that's what that was about. I just kind of felt like annoyed with myself. But I'm feeling much better today. So happy new moon in Pisces, witches. And I'm giving myself a little do-over here, and hopefully this serves you as well. It's not really a do-over. It is a kind of part two for clarity. And I purposely did not put swear words in the title of this show. I want to focus on the how to change your mind on purpose part. And I really want to make this a how-to episode because that's what I think yesterday's show was really missing it was just kind of all over the place I don't feel like it really served you in the way 
that I want it to. I want I want it to be helpful. I want it to be of service. <laughs> so let's talk about the how to change your mind on purpose. My goal for myself personally is to create and live the kick-ass life of my dreams, which means all areas of my life need to be in some semblance of harmony and more than just functional. I want them to kick ass. Um, Otherwise, you know, why magic? Why? And the how of that has to be holistic as well, like how I go about creating the kick-ass life of my dreams. It can't just be about magic. It has to be about magic because I love magic, but it also has to be about mindset and action, especially straight-up work, work. Work, 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 working on my shit. I said I wasn't going to swear. What am I doing? (laughs) I love that song. I just screwed up that Iggy Azalea song, but I do love that. Um, Working on my shit. So what's the point? Let's bring it back to money because I got money on the brain. I think I might be the only one, by the way, because I showed up for you all on Twitter at 3 p.m., I was using the rich hashtag, and I wanted to just work with one acronym that I just feel like is important for people to make friends with when <laughs> when you're trying to ease your way into understanding money, and that is ETF. So I did a series of posts on that, and uh, it's kind of like crickets, crickets. Hi, Maria. Thank you for liking one of those posts. <laughs> but otherwise, it was crickets. So you guys tell me, do you want to work with the Rich Witch hashtag on Twitter? Do you want to get a conversation there? Do you want me to share links with you to things that I think will be helpful? I created the ebook for the Rich Witch, but I didn't – I want to keep that going personally. I would like to point you to podcasts that are good to listen to and just talk about, you know, some terminology sometimes so we can continue on with that. Wow, I just went off the rails again. <laughs> but the, my point was, I had a, I did have a point, was what is the point in a money spell if you aren't willing to learn the language of finance or to take a step outside of your comfort zone, which we are now calling the zone of lies, to start an investment portfolio. Do you have an investment portfolio? What's the point of, if you don't want to talk about money, which I I hope that's not true, but what's the point of a love spell if you don't have the healthy self-esteem to attract a beautiful, loving partner? So in that way, I just think that for me, creating the kick-ass life of my dreams, the how of that has to be holistic. And I want it to be that way for anybody who's listening to me and um, using this show or anything I do as a form of, like, inspiration. If you want to create the kick-ass life of your dreams, um, I really think that all those things matter. Magic is amazing, but it's not going to do it all for you. You're a human here in a material body on the material plane, so action really comes into play. And mindset, what we're talking about this month, the mind of a witch, is just absolutely essential to getting yourself into right action, the next right move. What do I need to do next? That's a great question to ask yourself. If you're stuck 
if you're feeling screwed, I'm not going to say the F word today if I can help it. <laughs> Let's just say screwed. If you feel like you're screwed, asking yourself, what is the next right action? It can be enough to get you moving and to get you unstuck. Um, but the reason why I think mindset is so important is because I did get to talk about this a bit yesterday, but the mind influences your emotions. What you think about, what you focus on creates emotion in you. The emotion generates action. So if you're feeling really depressed because you've made yourself sad or overwhelmed, you're probably not going to take the next right action. Similarly, if you're focusing on thoughts that make you feel really spun out and you're tripping and you are anxious, you're probably the next action you take is going to be to distract yourself or to take yourself out of the game some way because you're freaking out. <laughs> you're like, the next right action, oh my God, the next, I just need a beer. So um, that's why mindset is so important. So I have a fun little. Did you also, I didn't hear from anybody about this, and I don't know if that's because in addition to swearing, <laughs> maybe I crossed the line in talking about pretending to smoke a joint. I like to do subversive, unconventional, funny things. I don't see why this work has to be serious. And for me, <laughs> when I'm freaking out, pretending like I'm smoking a joint is awesome on so many levels. The humor of it is not lost on me. So I wasn't trying to offend anybody if you find that offensive. <laughs> or if you're a pot smoker, you know, hopefully you weren't like, well, I'll just smoke some pot. What do I need to pretend for? Try doing it without the pot if you're a pot smoker. If you are a stoner, I challenge you right now <laughs> to try my pretend joint smoking maneuver when you're out and about and you need to calm down, go in the bathroom, pretend like you're smoking, and then let me know if it works. I'm, I would be willing to bet money that it will work, at least a little bit for you. So that's one of my favorite things to do. Another one I call stop, drop, and roll. So, you know, when you're on fire, you're supposed to stop, drop, and roll to put out the fire. <laughs> so when, you're, when you feel like you are screwed, you are effed, like to me that has a really intense feeling to it. You're usually spinning out of control when you have that feeling. So thinking about someone like running around on fire, you know, you want to yell at them like stop, drop, roll, because the fire just spreads and it just gets worse the more you panic. So thinking about this as a mindset, as a, a tool, a technique that you can use to get into the right mindset, to change your mind on purpose, this is how it breaks down. So this, to stop is you have to catch yourself when you're spinning out, which actually, believe it or not, it can be hard for some people to do because we get so caught up in the drama of emotion. Our pants are on fire. We're freaking out. We're running. <laughs> We're not thinking, if I run, the wind will ignite the fire further and it will climb up my back. Oh, no. We're like, oh, my God, and now it's on my back. Run faster. And, you know, and then it's in your hair. And then you're really screwed. So we do. We get so caught up in the drama that it can just kind of, you know, if you want a water analogy, it can sweep you out to sea. Never to be heard of again. It's like a really strong undertow. So that is where 
it's like easier said than done for some people. You have to train yourself to notice when you are spinning out, and then the moment that you notice it, you have you have to acknowledge it, you know, and catch yourself and say, oh, okay, all right, I'm freaking out. I'm freaking out right now. <laughs> and freaking out is not going to serve me well. So you stop. Just stop where you are. Gather yourself back together because you're not gonna you're not gonna go any further with that. This really requires practice if you're a person that has a problem with that. At some point, hopefully, you recognize that you're freaking out. If you hear yourself say, "Oh my God, I'm freaking out," there's your cue. <laughs> Find a trigger. What do you do when you are freaking out? It's great to plan these things in advance because when you're in the moment. You're in the moment, and that's when you're, like, running around like your pants are on fire. So think about it now when you're not freaking out. Like, what do I typically do when I'm freaking out? Who do I call? Like, who's the person you call when you're freaking out? Do you call your boyfriend? Do you call your dad? Do you call your sister? As you're reaching for the phone, can that be a trigger for you? You're like, okay, I'm about to freak out, and I'm calling this person. Um, Do you have a certain behavior that you engage in? Plan in advance, like write down the things that you do when you're freaking out so you know, so you can stop and drop. The drop part is about dropping into your heart, your body. That's why I was saying yesterday I like to put my hand over my heart. And I press, I mean, I don't hurt myself, but I press hard enough just to get, I'm doing it right now. (laughs) I always have to take a breath when I do that. Um, It's so magical. Just doing it right now makes me feel so much better. Do it right now while you're listening to me. Just put your hand over your heart and press on your heart and then take a breath. You can do that. Or um, I like to also, if I'm out in public and I don't, want to put my hand over my heart while I'm standing in line at the grocery store. Uh, You can, I have a favorite mudra that I like to use. Mudras are finger positions that you hold your hand in. They're very discreet. That's why I'm a fan of mudras. If you use the same one over and over and over again, it can have a magical effect. I recommend checking out Christopher Pinzak's Instant Magic um, or his book, Good Lord, I did a whole year and a day with a group of people and it just flew out of my head. The Inner Temple of Witchcraft will teach you um, how to work with mudras or you can just Google mudra online because it's hard to show you right now because I can't physically show you. I'm holding my hand in a position. Basically, I'm pushing uh, my pointer finger and my thumb together and then the other three fingers are just sort of relaxed and fanned out in a sort of weird, okay, like, symbol is how my hand is. That's my favorite mudra. Either works. Um, and that's how you drop into your body. And a physical moment like this, a physical movement, excuse me, a physical movement like this, it can really bring you back to yourself. And it can calm some of that runaway emotion and get you back into the present moment, which is your point of power. So that's really important. First, you recognize that you're freaking out, and you stop, and then you drop into your body by with some physical anchor, putting your hand on your heart, holding your hand in a mudra, something something like that. 
Another thing that I like to do um, is very, very subtle. It depends, I think, on how much body awareness that you have, but you can actually focus on your feet if you're, like, standing in line somewhere or something. And you you take, if you're anxious, you might notice that you're favoring the front part of your foot and that your weight is more up toward the balls of your feet. So you just sort of lean back and rest on your heels. You distribute the weight back to where your heels are feeling you're feeling the pressure between your heels and the ground and that can also have like a grounding effect okay so stop drop and roll the roll part is about rolling on over to a more productive line of thinking (laughs) um so this is the point where i like to ask myself that question that i shared yesterday you know or it's really a statement. Sometimes I pose it as a question, but the statement is don't trade what you want most for what you want now. And that really, really helps me get clear. It help, connects me to my purpose. So we're talking about changing your mind on purpose. That question always gets me connected to my purpose, whether it's my soul's purpose you know, the bigger picture that I have in mind for myself, what I know is like my soul's purpose here, or if it's just my purpose in a given situation, my purpose with money, my purpose in love, my purpose for that afternoon, like what is it that I want most, not what I want now. What I want now is to call my best friend and have a total meltdown and a freak out and then have her meet me around the corner for some ice cream and just blow off all of my responsibility. That's what I want now. (laughs) What I want most is to not get in trouble with the IRS, so I better sit down and fill out this paperwork. Does that make sense? So the roll is rolling on over from freak out line of thinking to a new line of thinking. It's a focusing tool because what you focus on is what you get. Energy goes, what is it? Energy flows where attention goes. So Really, I say this all the time, but magic, you know, it's creating change in conformity with your will. If you want to change your state, you have to start with your mind. It's a decision that you make. Um, A lot of this I learned from Tony Robbins, and I literally this morning, I think it was on Oprah's account on Twitter, she posted a link to an article that Tony Robbins did on three key financial decisions that will change your life in an instant. (laughs) And I will go over to Twitter. I will use the hashtag, the rich witch, and I will share I will share this article with you so if you want to focus on focusing, (laughs) if you want to learn um, more techniques for changing your mind on purpose. But in a nutshell, this is what the article said. It's something that he teaches again and again and again in a variety of contexts. But it's interesting. I've been studying his work for since I was 17 years old. I'm 42 now, so it's been a long time. And it never gets old for me, even though he repeats himself often. He often goes deeper with it, with the repetition, um, because I'm sure he grows over time. And so he's just been a lifelong teacher for me, and I'm sure he doesn't resonate for everyone, but that's what works for me. But here's in a nutshell the three key financial decisions that will change your life in an instant. This is not just about money. 
like I said, it depends on the context. This is something he teaches for all areas of your life. This will work for any area of your life. But one, what are you going to focus on? So we just talked about that, that you get what you focus on. And really what you focus on is what creates emotion. So two is what does this mean? He actually says in that article, meaning equals emotion, so choose wisely. For me, that brings to mind um, that Joseph Campbell quote, that the um, only meaning life has is the meaning you give it. I think that's true. We, You can consciously choose to assign meaning to a situation, and there's a lot of power in that. So I think sometimes witches, magical people, people who love to read tarot cards, you know, we are people who naturally, we look for the meaning in things, but don't forget that you have the power to assign the meaning too, and that that works. That is that is not some bullshit. <laughs> that works. You can assign the meaning. This is this is the meaning of this moment. Choose a meaning that empowers you and that creates the emotion you want to have, the emotion that's going to get you into the next right action. And then number 3 is just that. He says, "What am I going to do?" Um, I maybe it's the 3 key financial questions that will change your life in an instant. Maybe I said it wrong. The three questions are, what are you going to focus on? What does this mean? And what am I going to do? So that's just another way of looking at maybe stop, drop, and roll. (laughs) Because breaking down a really intense moment of feeling like you're screwed, it can be quite magical if you can break it down like that. Because like I keep saying, thoughts lead to feelings, Feelings lead to actions, and actions lead to magic. Really, that's the magic formula for manifestation, and I will I will continue to repeat that, a la Tony Robbins. I have my lessons that I've learned that I love that I repeat here all the time because they work. They work for me anyway. Um, another thing I read recently on Twitter was that action always trumps intention. And... That It gave me pause when I saw that um, because I think, yes, that's true. Action does trump intention if you don't set an intention at all. But sometimes you cannot get yourself into action without connecting to an inspiring intention. And you get to that intention through your mind. Additionally, I would say, I think this is more true, intentional actions always trump action. Yes. (laughs) Intentional action always trumps just straight up ordinary action. So action taken with intent is where the real magic starts happening. Um, Setting an intention is one of the simplest things you can do when you're feeling really screwed and like you're spinning out of control and you don't know what to do next. Ask yourself what your intention is before you make a move because it can be really revealing. And then it can allow you to make another move um, with a better intention. <laughs> it can actually help you pause and rethink your intention. You know, if your intention is escape, my intention is to escape, you might want to rethink that. Do a little stop, drop, and roll, and maybe you'll come to the conclusion that there is a better intention that will lead to a better next right action.
yes, this feels better. This is what I wanted to say yesterday. <laughs> Changing your mind on purpose. What is my purpose? Um, and then I also, because uh, I, I, I think I just, I said what I wanted to say. You know, something, too, I want to also say is that The error element, the mind, the suit of swords and the tarot it is a double-edged sword. And spiritual maturity, discernment really comes into play because you need to know the difference between, well, when is it time to drop into your heart? When is it time to call in the mind to get something done? Because, again, like I've said a million times, I used to be a person that lived so much up in my head to my own detriment. I didn't have a connection to my body, and I think this is a real problem in the New Age community. The Ascension Movement specifically, I think people, whoosh, they escape up into their mind, and it's a kind of like mind addiction. So it's important, I think, to honor and recognize that right now, the way that I think of it, um, because I will always be in danger of that, because I, I, my mind is, that's like my strength. That's why I really relate to the Queen of Swords. I'm a Libra. I'm very intellectual. I'm very up in my head. But I don't want that to become a crutch or an escape for me. I had to retrain myself to connect with my body. Um, so what I like to do um, as I said yesterday, I'm also very, very emotional. I have a lot of Scorpio going on, which I think is why I would escape up in my head. I had a lot of trauma, a lot of grief in my background, and my way for of compensating is I went up into my head to avoid of that. It was safe. So I was just like this like balloon head like floating around without a body because my body is where my trauma and my grief was stored. So what I like to do now to be mindful of that, the mind of a witch, um, and to not bypass necessary emotions is when I notice emotion is starting to drag me under and pull me under. I will call in consciously the queen of swords and ask, you know, for her assistance. And that way it doesn't become like an escape thing. It's it's more of a strategy. Like I am consciously with intention working with the air element right now you could do if you're a man you might want to if you don't want to work with a queen you could work with the king of swords um or you might not even want to work with tarot maybe you don't use tarot maybe you want to work with like an eagle or some kind of bird of prey i think that would be fabulous that's a great representation of the air element the air is the mind symbolically and the reason i say a bird of prey is because they can fly really high up to get an overall view, like a bigger perspective of the situation, but they have amazing, incredible eyesight. They can see like a little mouse from, you know, far, far away. They can, And then they have the ability to really focus in on that and like hone in. And we were talking about power and folk, or the, we were talking about the power of focus and being able to focus um, and how that leads your emotions. So maybe working with, the eagle or a hawk or some kind of bird of prey might be really uh, helpful. I'm smiling right now because I just saw the weirdest thing two hours ago. Um, I was at my son's program that he goes to. It's in this really beautiful area with tons of big trees and mountains and hills, and they have a lot of ravens. I have two favorite birds. 
I don't really say I have totem animals, but if I did, it would be these two birds, a raven and a hummingbird. I have never seen this or heard of this happening ever before, but I literally saw a raven who picked up a, it was a dead hummingbird. I don't know if the raven killed it or found it, picked it up in its mouth and flew off with this limp little dead hummingbird in its mouth. It was bizarre. My two, like, little power animals, one was going to eat the other. What does that mean? I know that's, like, so random, but I just had to say that. That tripped me out, and I'm still thinking about it. And then just now talking about birds of prey. I don't know. I couldn't. I had to say it. I had to say it. 90 seconds. Okay. And then the other thing is a very magical woman named Andrea wrote to tell me about how she likes to work with theme songs for herself. And that's another thing that I think is really helpful when you need to get into a certain mindset. Um, Her theme song is Coldplay's Adventure of a Lifetime. This is a practice that I actually use all the time, so I wanted to mention it really quick before I go. I have a few theme songs that I use. I use use Foxy Shazam's Unstoppable for celebrating a really big win or milestone, and I use ACDC's Funda for when I really need to kick ass on something. And then I have a new song. It's by The Beginners, and it's called Who Knows. And this is when I just need to really turn my attitude in around and get into a place of gratitude. So I'm going to try to play a couple seconds of you of it for you before Blog Talk cuts me off. Until we meet again, much love, peace to you. Here is a little snippet of Who Knows by The Beginners. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.